They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poorest part. Bright light city life, I gotta make it. This is where it goes down. I just happen to come up hard. I never took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns Bumps and bruises I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper Homie, I grew up in hell A block away from heaven That corner ain't 15 minutes It move a seven Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're now listening to the Powercast And we have returned Because power has returned so I'm very excited to be able to talk about this show again. I couldn't wait for it to come back. I've been waiting for this day for a very long time. Um, I'm here with Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. How you doing, Rich? Doing good, Gary. Uh, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Indeed. And I'm also here with our new panelist, Mrs. Dana Abercrombie. How you doing, Dana? Hello, I'm doing very great. Excited to talk about the show. Good, good. So yeah, um, that was a, a pretty eventful um, premiere for season four that you know just aired. Um, so we're gonna you know run through a quick recap of some things that happened on the show, and then you know we're just gonna have an open discussion about you know that episode in particular and what we think of it. So um, as we all know, at the end of season three. Jamie um, was actually arrested by Angela for the death of Greg and we know he didn't do it we know that um, Sandoval actually did it but yeah Jamie is um, is the one that takes the fall because Angela you know she's emotional she's upset and I guess you know the evidence that she finds at Greg's apartment leads her to believe that Jamie did it and yeah, so he gets locked up. And then at the, the start of this episode, you know, um, that I like that song, by the way, that they play, um, the, the monster. They made a monster out of me. Like, I like that song. But yeah, uh, we see Jamie getting processed and he's put in, you know, prison and everything. Um, and then, you know, it's revealed that Tommy was the one that hid Lakeisha from Milan. We see a scene where, you know, he uh, he goes to visit her and everything. And then he gets a call from Tasha about Tariq uh, because she believes that he's been kidnapped. Uh, then Tommy goes to Dre to find out, you know, where Tariq might be and everything. Then Dre turns up at Kanan's place to get Tariq back because, you know, he knows what's going on. Um, and then, you know, Dre actually negotiates a deal with Kanan where he must pay him, um, I guess, I think it's 50k a week, you know, for his whole squad and everything. So, yeah, Kanan's kind of extorting Dre and, you know, the the drug business that uh, Dre's involved with, with Tommy and Julio. Um, And then, you know, Tariq returns home to his mum and, you know, he tells Tasha that it was a friend that was pulling a prank. You know, he wasn't really kidnapped for ransom and stuff. And she foolishly believes it somehow. Um, and then, you know, later we we see Proctor talking to Jamie, you know, and um, he basically tells him to to act like he's Jamie St. Patrick in prison and not act like Ghost. So, you know, Jamie's kind of forced to play a certain role while he's in prison and he kind of has to endure 
a lot of punishment from you know the, the people in the prison um, and then Proctor also talks to Tasha and he he asks her to try and get bail money because he wants to get you know Jamie's bail sorted um, then we see feds raid Tasha's home and you know Angela finds Tasha's gun and uh, later on we see a scene with the new attorney figure which is um, I forget his name but he was in the Fast and Furious movies so yeah he's actually joined the cast now which is interesting um, I'm sure he'll play an important part of this season um, we see Tasha having difficulties finding the money she has a breakdown a few times she visits Ghost and he tells her to to get the money from Dean now, Dean was actually Milan, as we found out in season three. So he's basically telling her um, he needs to get the money back from Dean, meaning he, he needs to get money back from Milan um, from the drug business, I guess. Uh, and then, you know, later on, Jamie, he sees a judge and they actually deny his bail. So he'll have no bail. And then, you know, um, as Jamie's returning to prison with his CEO, um, his CO actually gives him an ass whooping, you know, and the CO is played by Charlie Murphy as well. Rest in peace to him. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much the most important things that happen in this episode. But, you know, if you guys uh, have any other important points you wanted to bring up, then now is the time for the open discussion. So, Richard, what did you think of the episode? Well, I thought that the premiere was 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 pretty was pretty great. I know everybody has been anticipating the new season after they saw what happened last season. Um, we definitely see Ghost at his lowest point, I would say, uh, so far this season. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I did want to say yes again. I, I have to agree with what you said, Gary. Yes, definitely. Rest in peace to Charlie Murphy. I know that he was meant to be in this season for a couple of episodes. Still think he did a good performance. Still unfortunate, though, that he passed away. But, um, yeah, pretty much just to reiterate, you know, everything that has that you've already said in the description. Um, definitely was glad, glad to see that Lakeisha is still alive. Uh, I personally think um, there may be something that happens between her and Tommy because, you know, you know, Tommy, she mentioned that he saved her life, you know. So, you know, we, we always know that uh, in this particular show, at some point there may be some, uh, you know, relationships that bloom and from what i see there is no relationship going on now unless of course something happens to ghost in prison which i do not want to see um, <laughs> so maybe that's something that could happen for, for tommy and lakeisha um yeah uh the whole Tariq kidnapping situation uh that got cut very quickly although i think it's pretty obvious that kanan and his crew are still a threat uh, and there's still a bad influence on Tariq. So I'll be very curious to see what happens with that relationship moving forward. Um, and, you know, just like last season, Dre is caught in the middle of all of this, you know, because he is trying to make sure Tariq is okay, trying to make sure that he, you know, takes care of Jamie's wishes, but then also has to now worry about, uh, you know, certain things going on with uh, Kanan. So we'll see how that dynamic goes. And one other quick point that I will make is that, uh, you know, Tommy, you know, him being in charge, it's good to see him in charge, 
But, uh, you know, I, I feel as though there may be some conflicts with, with this uh, whole thing because of certain people, uh, you know, maybe they may not fall in line with what he wants them to do. Uh, I, I mean, I feel like that that's definitely going to happen because even last season when they were grooming Tommy to take over, um, it's just a situation where a lot of people doubted him. They said that, you know, he's he had, he has a bit of a crazy personality. We, we, we've known this because of the stuff that we've seen him do in the past. So I feel as though we're definitely going to see some of that stuff happen again this season. And I'll be very curious to see how it impacts him because, I mean, he is the leader now. So this is, this is going to be a very interesting dynamic to see how it all plays out. Indeed. Uh, Dana, any thoughts? Yes, I think that this is going to be one of the most strongest seasons because you have everyone is going to end up revealing the real true intentions of everything. When you have someone who has gone in, in jail and is going to end up being a fight and a struggle for people to get to the top. And then it's a separation between it's one of you get to see who people really are. And also you get to see um, basically it's going to be people at their lowest points by him going to jail. I think it represented everything that he didn't want in his life. You always dress well, you keep muting yourself. Huh? Oh, you kept muting yourself for some reason. But uh, carry on. Oh, um, he's always dressed well-groomed. His kids go to private school, and he's not that stereotypical, you know, drug dealer type situation. We have the front of the, of the club. And for this, you get to see, for me, it's like a slow crack of everything, of him basically becoming a stereotype that he didn't want to be. Now you see him in this prison suit. I'm mean, not the prison suit. Like, uh, they know you. Oh, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, you're good it's now. Gonna be, it's going to be a struggle of him coming to, to find out who he truly is in in prison, and it's going to be a fight for the other people who are on top. So for me, I think this is going to be one of the most powerful seasons. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, that that episode was very intense and I can only imagine like, you know, what's going to unfold uh this entire season as a result. Like we haven't really seen Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And we haven't seen Jamie this vulnerable before. Like usually he he appears to be vulnerable, but then he overcomes it fairly quickly. But um this seems like, you know, he might be compromised for a very long time throughout this season so um, I'm very interested to see how that plays out Tariq also probably doing things that you wouldn't think his father kept him from doing yeah I mean it seems like Tariq's he's at that he's at that um, adolescent age so like he he's kind of um, just acting out and rebelling against his father it seems like you know and um, Kanan is there to take advantage of that. So it's going to be interesting to see where that leads to um, in the end, because, you know, we saw that kind of um, coming together in the, in the last season. So uh, I, I feel like we might get some sort of conclusion to, to that uh, this season, but we got to see what happens. Um, definitely once Jamie gets out, or if he gets out, then, you know, um, I think things are going to take an interesting turn with that storyline, you know, with Tariq I, and Kane. I, I wonder if he'll be in power anymore, and so it'll be end up 
him struggling for his position again. Because I think that there's going to be so many betrayals and, and things that you would have never imagined. I don't really see him this season being very predictable. Yeah. So a lot, if he does, if he does live or if he does get out, because anything can happen in jail. Once again, we all know it's unpredictable environments that every single character is in. Mm-hmm. And don't forget as well, like Kanan probably has a lot of ties to people in prison. So oh, maybe at some point, the maybe at some point he, he can die, orchestrate something. There was no type of death or any type of attacks or any type of, you know what I mean? Something major and serious. I saw like the first episode opening up with basically Jamie being stabbed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I, I do see a lot of things happening. I'm actually wondering if maybe um, Charlie Murphy's character is a friend of Kanan or something, because like it, his hatred seems to come out of nowhere for for uh, Jamie. I, um, I know he calls him a cop killer, but. I feel it. See, it's so hard to figure out because I don't see correction officers, you know, exactly being friendly, and I, they have to deal with a lot of stress and everything as well. So I don't know if it's like yeah. him working in on orders or him just being himself. So it could uh, go. No, if it's... Either, maybe he can end up befriending Jamie. Who knows? Uh, you, you never know. Rich, you got any thoughts on a? Uh... On that, the origins of the CEO. Well, I I just want to say this now. Uh, if somebody had whooped my ass at the end of a uh, when I heard that I was denied bail, I I, I definitely would not consider them a friend afterwards. Uh, but you know, um, I must admit, you know, it, when I saw that scene happen, you know, I know they had to really hit home the fact that yes, this this like pretty much everything Dana said about this season, we know that Ghost is very confident. And normally he gets out of stuff very quickly. So for them to show that at the end, that just goes to show you, oh, yeah, everything is falling apart for ghosts. There may be some more stuff that will happen as a result of this because he figured he was already going to be out. Um, so we have to see how that plays out. But uh, as for the correctional officer, uh, yeah, I, I, I do believe, yes, I do know that a lot of them do go through a lot of stress. Uh, they do take out their frustrations on the the inmates. Um don't really know how much of this stuff is documented or out there, but uh, I do believe a lot of this stuff does actually happen. So um, it's unfortunate circumstances for ghosts. Um, I must admit that when I did see the initial fight start, I, I, I did kind of laugh, you know, because I'm like, I mean, really? You had to do this too. But I understand, again, they had to hit home the point that, you know, ghost is very vulnerable this season. Um, it may not all work out the way he would anticipate, so we're going to have to see how it all plays out. I, hopefully, uh, you know, his um, attorney can get him off, uh, but I, it, it's going to require a lot, a lot of things, so we have to see how it all plays out. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of Proctor this season, um, and I actually like his character a lot, so that's not a bad thing at all um i'll be interested to see how he manages to defend ghost you know in this case in this trial um oh. so yeah going back to oh go ahead oh no one thing i was just going to add as you said about proctor uh one thing i'm glad that they showed is that proctor does also have a bit of a family he does have a younger daughter 
uh, and that that gives you a little bit more uh, into the more dynamic into the relationship that he has with Jamie because you know he obviously knows he has kids as well. So trying to fight to prove he's innocent. So I'm glad that they showed that because last season we just see Proctor. I don't really think we've ever seen his daughter. Uh, maybe he doesn't have a good relation with his wife. Obviously, you know they're divorced as you all as you also see, but. You do know that he has a kid, and I think that was important for them to show. His character also has other things going on in their personal life as well. But uh, yeah, I just was going to add that point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably get to learn a lot more about his character, which is cool. Um, so yeah, going back to Tommy, I know you mentioned he's he's probably going to um, have a fling with uh, with um, Lakeisha. Um, but what's in store for him this season though because it seems like there's going to be a lot of focus on Jamie you know being away in prison and everything and then you know the trial trying to get him out of prison and all that stuff seems like that's where this season is heading Um, but you know Tommy he currently he's in charge of the drug business but from what we've seen in previous seasons that he's not like a great leader at times like he's very reckless and sometimes he can make bad decisions so like what do you feel is in store for tommy this season and um do you think that um it do you think that there may be a situation where kanan kind of finesses his way into the drug business and gets rid of tommy somehow well ahead, Rich. well i i, I mean i i think that you know, one of the big things about that we've seen since this series has started, we saw it a lot last year, was that uh, everyone is under the impression that, you know, Ghost is always in charge. He's always the top guy. You know, when he got put away, everybody was worried about, well, is he going to talk? Is he going to snitch? All this other stuff. Um, but even if he wasn't going to snitch, everybody is, is concerned because you did see the scene where Tommy had the meeting and everybody was asking about what's going on with ghosts and obviously wants to try to c- conceal some information. So I think this is a situation where everybody still sees that ghosts is still the guy with the most power in charge, even though he is not actually involved in the drug business anymore. Um, but because of his stature, whenever you think of Tommy and ghosts, you always think of Tommy as the right hand man. You never think of him as the, as the leader in charge. So I feel like this season you know, yes, you'll probably see some reckless behavior from him because we already know that this is how the character is based on stuff that he's done in the past. But this is going to be a test for him to see whether or not he can actually become a real certifiable leader uh, throughout because, again, he has to prove to a lot of people that he is capable of leading um, and not failing. Now, what I can say so far based on what we have seen with the first episode is that I, I definitely think there's going to be some conflict we know that uh, Julio, uh, I believe he is now distro. And I know that they had a lot of instances where he came into the club. He's telling Dre what he's doing, so on and so forth. So I th- feel like this maybe might be a power struggle uh, with some of this stuff because I just feel like, you know, Dre is is on board to help Tommy, you know, but I feel like there's going to be some conflicts with these relationships all throughout. And because Tommy is so reckless with the way he does certain things, I do feel as though you are going to see some things that happen. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen between him and Dre or maybe even something with him and Julio. Who knows? But I just feel like him as leader, there's going to be some good things and some bad things that happen as a result of that. Um, 
But ultimately, again, this goes back to this is a test for him this season to prove whether or not he truly belongs in that role as a leader. Um, because a lot of people still doubt him. And I'll be very curious to see how the character grows. Because I think by the end of the season, the character will definitely be in a different place. I mean, he'll still be seen as Ghost Right Hand Man, but he'll really come into his own as a character. And, you know, the actor uh, does an excellent job playing Tommy. So I'm very curious to see how that whole relationship uh, develops over time. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah, and I, I think there's going to be a lot of um, trust issues as well between, you know, the, the different characters. Like, um, for example, him and Dre, because if he's going to continue to work with Dre in some capacity, then that's going to create a trust issue because we know Dre is kind of like a double agent at this point because, um, he, you know, he has some sort of relationship with Kanan as well. Um, and... If it seems like Dre doesn't actually want to be involved in Kanan with Kanan, like you know, in terms of um, you know, him paying him money and, and all that stuff, but I don't know, it seems like he fears him for some reason. Um, so maybe there's a chance that Dre might turn on Kanan at some point, but the fact that he's still kind of dealing with him, um, that presents a trust issue between you know, Dre and what's happening with the drug business and Julio and Tommy and everything. And then also with Jamie in prison, um, I'm sure, you know, at the back of Tommy's mind, he might be um, he might be scared that Jamie's going to flip on everyone and, you know, give them up at some point. So that also is going to create an interesting dynamic as well. Um, Dana, what's your thoughts on Tommy this season and what um, may happen I, with his Tommy character? is reckless. That's the problem. I do see him coming into like an inner turmoil of wanting to take control because he is the right hand man and I think that that is going to happen but I also think because of his recklessness he's not going to succeed and I see while Jamie is in prison he may come to certain um, realizations about Tommy and it could end up being a showdown between him and Tommy at the end but I don't exactly see Tommy lasting that long. If he knows his place and, you know, plays his role, then I see him being able to succeed and slowly rising up to the top. But for right now, the way how he's going, I don't exactly see him being much of a threat to Jamie. If Jamie comes out of prison, he'll probably have to be the one to deal with him. Yeah, we've seen them kind of, you know, be at odds with each other before yeah, um, at one at one point. Okay. Yeah, it'll come down between those two. Because I think at the end, what you're going to end up having is he, uh, Tommy would be like saying, why can't I be just like you as well? Or, or, or greater. And you see that conflict that they've had, that they've s slowly brought in. And I think with Jamie being in, in, in prison, you'll, you'll get to see more of that. And then Jamie, I kind of see it as Jamie becoming more paranoid when he's like if you're locked away and you no longer have con contact of what's really going on on the outside he can end up becoming more paranoid behind that and so you never know what could happen to tommy yeah yeah we, i mean yeah we've seen them you know be at odds before but there there's always seems to be this underlying loyalty and respect between them even you know when they're not on best of terms yeah but so for how um yeah, well, I guess we got to see what happens with that. But as for Kanan, 
How long do you think? How, oh, go ahead. Was you going to say something? Oh no, I, I was going to say one last thing about Tommy. I, I'll come back to that later. Okay. But go, go ahead, continue. Oh no, you you can go ahead because I'm going to put the focus on Kanan. Okay, so one last thing I will say about Tommy is uh, one thing that I did notice in this particular episode. Um, well, I, as I said before, you know, I do believe something will happen with him and Lala. I think that's I think that's pretty obvious, you know, because again, there's nobody else that you can show in a relationship at the at, at the at the time. So I think that is going to happen. But one thing I think is eventually going to come to light, you know, I don't really think Tommy has really dealt with the Holly situation from last season in full. Uh, obviously, you know, he did get Jamie's assistance in burying the body, but I really don't think he's really come to terms with that yet. Uh, still, and that may be something he also reflects upon as he goes deeper into this season, because uh, I just feel like that's something that it hasn't really been addressed yet. Um, but I do think he's going to have to deal with that. In addition to if this thing falls apart with, uh, with 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 the group that he's currently in charge of, but we'll see how that all plays out. Yeah, very true. So um, yeah, going back to Kanan, like. How much do you think he can, you know, manipulate the situation from the outside without, you know, having it revealed that he's actually alive? Like, how long will this charade continue, do you think? And what's his ultimate goal? Because, like, we know that he's 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 now got that deal with Dre where he's going to be getting money and everything. But, like, at this point, we I kind of feel like we don't know what he's planning next and what he he ultimately wants. Because, like... He's happy that Jamie's in prison and everything, and he's happy to be taking the money from, you know, the drugs. But I feel like he he needs some, he needs a bit more motivation. His character needs something more to work towards, I think. So what do you think that's going to end up being in the long run? Um, go ahead, Rich. Yeah, so I think um, with Kanan, uh, you asked how far can he go. I I think he can go very far. One thing to remember last season, you know, when it was revealed that he survived, his instinct was to go right after Ghost immediately. But then, of course, you know, we had Jukebox to try to convince him to think about a smarter way to to really mess with Ghost. And that was when he decided to target his son. So I think, um, you know, his son has been doing some real stupid stuff. Uh, you know, he's getting involved with the wrong people. So I think that that relationship is going to develop even further. And I don't necessarily think it's going to be for the positive. I think he may continue to do even more worse stuff. And the thing about it all, all along, you know, because he told uh, he told his son Tariq that his name is uh, Slim, that people are going to be like, well, he has a bad influence to some guy named Slim. But he, he never, ever told him what his real name was. So I feel like Kanan can get away with a lot of stuff by virtue of having ghost to son do all this other bad all these other bad things um just being around to be a bad influence getting him high on lean so on and so forth stuff like that so i feel like that is ultimately what he's going to do is to really make ghost's life a living hell by trying to do stuff with his son um outside of that though yeah what dana mentioned earlier yeah he could very easily we are we know for sure he does have ties to the prison system so Maybe he may may decide to try and have ghosts killed in prison. We we never know, but um, yeah, I feel I feel as though he's definitely it is hurting ghosts in the worst way now because you know ghost doesn't even know that his son 
is doing stuff with Kanan. So that definitely is not going to be a, uh, a, a positive outcome for that whole situation. Um, and I do think he will take a much smarter approach now because he does have Jukebox always, you know, working for the, you know, also working as a cop herself, a, a dirty cop, and then being there to just, you know, give a little bit more advice as to how he should look at the thing. So I think as long as he has her in his corner, he's more dangerous than he's ever been even before this season. Um, but yeah, I, I think Kanan is, I think Kanan is definitely capable of a lot more and we're going to find out a lot more about that as season goes on. Yeah. Interesting theories there. And, you know, about Jukebox, like, how is she even still a cop? Like, cause isn't she like based in DC or something? Like, does she have a lot of vacation time or something? Like, that's, that's kind of <laughs> hilarious. That's a good question. <laughs> hey, well, listen, maybe they made so much money on the last score that now she was said, okay, well, I think I'm going to take a little bit of extended vacation. Uh, you know, you never know, but I'm pretty sure she's definitely getting a cut of whatever money it is that they do with some of these, uh, scams. So. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, because she question. was the one who kind of, she was the one who kind of um, haggled the deal and um, made made uh, Dre pay them more money. So, yeah, she's definitely like in the mix and loyal to, to Kanan at the moment. So, oh yeah, yeah, uh, having her around will be interesting. Um, so yeah, um, how about? Oh, firstly, go ahead, Dana. You got any thoughts on on Kanan? Yeah, I view um, Kanan as being. You remember Shakespeare? Remember Othello? Remember Iago? And how he was the guy who was always whispering in everyone's ear and turning everyone uh-huh. against each other? And you never, wow, like, you never really him? Yeah. But I view him as that. He is the silent guy who's going to take Tariq and basically turn him in and get, get through, get to a Jamie through his son. And I see Jamie, as you said earlier, he's at that point now where he can go either way. And he's like very confused in his life and he's angry and he's acting out. So I think that the greatest way to get through Jamie is the son. And he's going to end up turning him against him. And as you said, he went through, he used that different name now. So no one knows who he really is and what's really going on. And the son, I think he's so blinded by whatever anger he's dealing with that he's not going to be able to really process what why he's that he's being manipulated so yeah. for me i don't really see Kenan as like being seen in like every episode and being really big part of what's going on but i see him doing a lot of behind the scene work and everyone still thinks he's dead so he's going to just be every he's going to be hanging out behind the scenes causing a whole bunch of chaos yeah yeah i can see that i I definitely feel like they need to know that he's alive this season though like you know maybe towards the end of the season what what was you saying it's perfect if no one knows yeah but i feel like they they need something big for for the end of the season they kind of need a big reveal maybe it's the next season and he's like hey i've been alive but no, I think his strongest point is by everyone thinking he's dead. Yeah, I guess we'll see how that you plays can out. You do whatever um, you want and get away with whatever if people think you're dead. No one's looking for you. You're dead. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 
Um, and I, f- I feel like Kanan wants to kind of mold Tariq into what he wanted Sean to be, like into the son he wanted Sean to be. Yes. So, um, that's, that's also interesting, interesting parallel there. Um, so yeah, going to Angela because she's definitely going to play a big part in this whole, um, you know, ghost trial because she is the one who had him arrested. She was also the lover of, you know, the victim, the, the, the guy, Greg, who, who, who was actually killed last season. And, um, she also had a relationship with Ghost, as we know. So like, she's a big part of the problem right now. Um, and you guys see her, you know, cause I kind of feel like she, in the back of her mind, I, somewhere, I feel like she knows that Jamie wouldn't do it, but I feel like, you know, it's just her, all her emotions and her frustrations with Ghost, I feel like that's what's kind of, um, you know, taking over her, her logic at the moment and, you know, making her so focused on bringing down Ghost. But do you feel like at some point there might be some sort of switch or, you know, some sort of change in her approach on, on things? What do you think, Rich? I think that could be a possibility moving forward. Uh, but I also feel like, you know, she, yeah, well, to be quite honest, she is a woman scorned. As, uh, you know, you look at the situation, she feels as though Jamie was involved. Uh, so obviously, you know, because of that, now she's extra motivated to try and take him down. Um, what I don't really understand, and obviously we'll probably get more answers about this throughout the season. I mean, they obviously need more evidence to say that he was involved. So I, I, I kind of feel like it's a little ridiculous to arrest someone based off of just the fingerprints alone when there is no, you, did, you didn't really find a murder weapon. You didn't really find anything. Uh, but that was all based on the suspicion that, oh, yes, he was there. So he must have been involved. So hopefully they dive into more with the evidence. We can find out other, other reasons as to why they would come to the conclusion that he had to be arrested. But as for Angela, uh, yeah, I mean, I can understand she is conflicted in the current situation, but she entered into this uh, complicated relationship with Jamie from the very beginning. So we knew, I think, as viewers that this particular situation wasn't going to end well because we saw last season, you know, it felt like everything was too good. And then there were instances where you had the kids come over and then they had the issue with that and the trust issues. All of that stuff we knew wasn't going to end well. So um, I feel as though maybe in the future she will try to turn again and try to help Jamie. But I, I feel as like, though so that relationship will never be the same again because of the fact that she arrested him. Um, maybe he can eventually forgive her if things do turn over in their favor. But I don't think you will ever see these two get back together again ever, ever, because too much yeah. has happened. His, his image has been, uh, you know, destroyed. Reputation is, is down. The club appears to be fine for now. I don't know if that's going to last, but I just feel as though he lost a lot of because of that. So we'll see how things play out. But as for Angela, yes, I understand it's a very conflicted situation. Uh, I don't feel too sorry for her, though, because she put herself in some vulnerable places. But we'll see what happens ultimately between both of them as the season goes on. Yeah, um, what you said is correct. Like, I don't think they can go back from what's happened. Like, I, I definitely don't think they, they'll have, you know, a, 
that I don't I don't think they can reconcile and you know be together again. But I do feel like they still carry some sort of inner love for each other. But and I feel like that might you know manipulate certain things moving forward. But there's no going back from this. I think like this is like the ultimate um, disrespect from Angela. You know having him arrested at his club and everything. You know like um, yeah I don't, I don't feel like there's any going back. And, and one last thing I will add before you, before Dana gives her thoughts. The other reason why I say this relationship is forever destroyed, you know, we also recall that that Angela also went to his went to his home. They they, they searched his oh, home. Yeah. So yeah. we do know that uh, his daughter Raina, she already now doesn't like Angela. So the kids have a, even more of a negative view of her now as well, as well as uh, Tasha. So. I feel like no matter what, even if she ultimately ends up helping him in, in, in the future, you know, whatever may happen, that relationship is over for, for good, for good. And no one likes her. No, no one in the family, nobody. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So, Dana, any thoughts on Angela? There's no way they're getting back together. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, you put a man in jail. I don't exactly see him running back into your arms being like, baby, I love you. Granted, they're very passionate towards each other. And that's kind of what brought them together in the first place. But that's kind of, that's kind of low. And that's kind of like unforgivable at that point. And I think Angela in the end will probably be the one who suffers when she realizes that it wasn't Jamie. And then she'll realize everything that she did and she basically screwed it up. And I don't, I think that maybe there might be some type of revenge i don't know if it's because of the love and the passion that they have if um jamie could probably kill her who knows i see as both being very angry people and you do a lot of things in anger and he could actually just end up just getting rid of her right That's yeah my, my i also thoughts. i also feel like um angela's job like maybe in jeopardy after this case as well like as if, if uh if Jamie does get off from like the the trial and everything, then um, I feel like that puts Angela in a, a very tough spot in terms of her career. Oh um, yeah, so, no, her career's, I don't, no, her career's gone. She'll, yeah. she'll have the, she lost the job. She lost Jamie. She lost her reputation. It's it's over with. She'll probably lose her life. So what impact do you think that would have on the story if, you know, Angela is removed from her position? Because then, you know, she won't be uh, an agent anymore. Um, I still see her being nosy. So I, I, I think that she will end up finding out a lot of things and a lot of revelations, but there won't be anything that she can do about it. But I still see her trying to influence other people so that they can get ghosts. Jamie. Yeah, so she'll she'll kind of be like how Greg was when he was suspended or whatever, like just still yeah. you know doing things from the outside, she's, I guess. You know, she's nosy. Yeah. And and women yeah. again are very passionate, and they don't let go of things, <laughs> even when they're wrong. They're not letting it go. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that being an uh, interesting dynamic in the future. So. Um, with Tasha in mind, do you guys feel like this whole trial and everything that's happening is going to um, push Ghost and Tasha back together? 
or you know make their relationship a bit more stronger than it was before this season what do you think rich uh i think this is also a very complicated uh relationship as well um the thing is again you know tasha tommy they all told ghosts you need to stop messing around with angela and especially when they knew that she was involved with the police that's when they especially said you need to stop messing around with her um I know that they reconciled briefly uh, last season. Uh, I still don't think, though, that that relationship is is going anywhere. You know, obviously they have the kids, so they always need to be there for the kids. But because it's such a complicated situation and because of, you know, how, again, all of the actions that, that Ghost did, it ultimately ends up impacting everyone around him, at least from what we've seen so far this season. So I feel it's going to be hard for anyone to really want to associate themselves with them as far as far as the the love interests are concerned um go, you know tommy you know i think that relationship is still strong to a degree because i mean they are friends you know but just like uh, dana has said already at the beginning of this particular show uh yeah the whole theme of the season is who will turn um i feel like because of that you know that there's somebody that is going to turn and uh it may be it may be a guessing game as to figure out who but I feel like if Tasha is putting in, in an even more dangerous position than she is now, I do see her turning on Ghost. Um, even if it means that she also would have to pay the, con- pay the consequences as well. But in terms of them getting back together, I, I don't see that happening uh, because, again, he's done too much damage with his marriage, with it, it, everything that he has done has impacted everyone's lives for, for, for the worse. So unless she really just decides to have a huge change of, of heart and she finds herself without a man all season long and she's like, oh, I, you know, I really, really want to rekindle this relationship. I mean, that's the only way I see that happening, but I, I just don't see it happening. And, and, and I honestly think that um, this dynamic works best because then we'll get to see what Tasha's character is all about. She's not really standing, you know, she's standing on her own to try to hold her own ground, try to keep the family in order. So I feel as though this is a good role for her to take on. And I think it's more important than if she did just get back with Ghost and then working together as a team. I feel like everyone being separated um, is going to give you a chance to see how other characters stand, uh, as well as to really see what, what, what does Ghost do in this particular situation also. So, but no, I, I don't think they're getting back together. I, I, I mean... I just, I just don't see that happening. At least not yet. I don't. Yeah, some interesting points there, uh, Dana. Any thoughts on Tasha and Ghost relationship? I'm going to tell you what I want, and then I'm going to tell you what I know is going to happen. I feel it. That's going to happen. What I want is for Tasha to completely turn on Ghost and be done with him. He ends up staying in jail. Whatever happens, happens to him in jail. And she ends up taking over everything. That's what I want to happen. And I want her to realize what's going on with her son. And for her to come to realization that Cannon is still alive. And she be the one to take him out. That's what I want. Now, what's going to happen, I see, is that there will be a reconciliation between her and Jamie. And while they're not on the best of terms... They'll be on that co-parenting type terms and she'll end up going off with her life and finding what makes her happy 
and Ghost will have to live with whatever consequences that faces him after he gets out of jail. But what I really want is for her to say, screw everything, turn against him because he has put her life in danger. And at a certain point, you have to just say no more. And for her to just be like, turn him over and, and just be the one that rises above. And she'll be like that unexpected thing that we've never thought that what was going to happen. But I don't exactly see that happening. I see but her coming with some type of, they're not going to be on the best of terms, but they'll be on that. I'm not going to kill you. You're not going to kill me. How was your day type of thing? Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that would be an interesting turn if uh, what you said you want to happen happens. Like, you know, with um, Tasha becoming like, you know, I want that so um, bad. fully independent. Yeah. <laughs> that would, that would be interesting. Stereotypical woman who's like just taking everything and still standing by him. Like yeah. after a while, you have to have because, a breaking point. Yeah, he, he's done a lot, a lot wrong to her. So right. yeah, it, it's. Uh, and I feel that the way that the show is going, even right now, with we don't know, you know, Jamie doesn't know who he can trust, and everything is, I think, is going to just completely flip. And you see people's true intentions coming out. I think that's what could happen. I think that this season is more like expect the unexpected. We really can't predict anything at this point. So I I really really want that, and I could see that happening with the way the writing is going. Mm-hmm. What I think will happen is you know somehow Jamie gets out, and then you know um, I guess Jamie and Tasha will probably be on you know um, that the that relationship will be rocky for a while, but then they'll have this Tariq thing to deal with together. I think you know the Tariq. And you know the Canaan thing that's going on in the background and everything. Like I, I feel like they're gonna have have to deal with that together, and that may bring them closer together as well. So um, I can see something like that happening in the future. But um, those are really all the questions I had to ask you guys about this episode. But if there's anything you know in particular you guys wanted to bring up, then um, let it be known right now. Rich, you got anything? Uh. Well, first off, I did want to thank Stars for, uh, you know, allowing us to watch the episode. Um, we did see some of the stuff prior to the air date, so I definitely want to give thanks to that. One thing I did want to piggy, you know, piggyback on what Dana said, yeah, you know, it, just to hit the point home that the season is very unpredictable. Uh, I feel as though last season, you know, well, since the beginning, really, we've seen that Jamie has tried to be portrayed as someone who has it all together, who tries to appear as though he's clean cut, perfect in what he does. But then we started to see he did get sloppy with, you know, the whole Canaan situation and thinking he killed him, which which he didn't, um, which is very interesting. So I feel as though this season is going to be just like that. It's going to be very unpredictable in terms of what happens to certain characters, what happens in certain situ- situations, uh, because they, they have to show that this is a character that is, is again, a human that makes errors just like most of us. And I feel as though the writers are off to a great start. Uh, so it was an awesome premiere, and I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the show. But, yeah, that, that's all I had to say. Cool. Dana, uh, any final thoughts? So far, I'm happy with what I've seen. I hope they keep it up. I hope it doesn't go completely, you know, crazy and it lose the momentum that the first episode has brought in. Um, I just wish for a great season and 
Who knows what may happen? That's the best part. That's the best thing about television is that you don't know what's going to happen. So this show has got it so far. It's got everything right. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely have to give my props to the the writing team for Power. Like, you know, they're, they're amazing. This is like, I feel like this is one of the, the best written crime TV shows since The Wire, which is like my all-time favorite. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to give big props to, you know, everyone who's behind Power and of course 50 Cent as well, you know, for producing and everything. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great show, man. And, um, I'm very excited for the rest of this season. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll be back next week to cover season four, episode two. So make sure you tune in for that. You know, after the episode airs, just come straight to our YouTube page or, you know, to the coalition.com website that's coalition with a k um be sure to check out all of our coverage on power this season um, thank you for listening everyone and we'll be back next week <laughs>